Well, good morning. It's good to be here with you this morning. Thank you for coming. On a, obviously today we know is Thanksgiving, and uh, on a day that we recognize as a day of giving thanks, it is good and it is proper for us to come and give thanks to the Lord. So thank you for being with me and with us and celebrating the Lord together this morning. Uh, this morning, if you would actually stand up, we are going to start the service uh, with some responsive reading of the psalm we're going to be looking at, Psalm 136. And so if you would, uh, I will read the first line, and then you will read the line that is underlined and italicized in Psalm 136. So it starts here. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. He alone does great wonders. He made the heavens skillfully. He spread the land on the waters. He made the great lights. The sun to rule by day. The moon and stars to rule by night. He struck the firstborn of the Egyptians. And brought Israel out from among them. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, he divided the Red Sea and led Israel through, but hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. He led his people in the wilderness. He struck down great kings and slaughtered famous kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, and gave their land as an inheritance. An inheritance to Israel, his servant. He remembered us in our humiliation and rescued us from our foes. He gives food to every creature. Give thanks to the God of heaven. Pray with me. Lord, we give you thanks this morning. Lord, for who you are, for what you've done, for what you continue to do. Lord, for that your faithful love endures forever. Lord, we give you thanks. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. You didn't know that you were going to memorize half of Psalm 136 this morning. But good job. You've done it. (laughs) You know, uh, as I was preparing this message, I came across a commentator it's commentating on uh, Colossians 3, verse 15, which says, And let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your heart, hearts and be thankful. He says this, he says, if we, are, if we always see our needs and ignore our blessings, then we cannot have the peace of God. We will be troubled and continually distressed. 
To have peace, you must be thankful. You know, I certainly would not come here today and say that uh, the Lord is not concerned with your needs because he very much is. Thank God that he does listen to our needs and provide for our needs. But on a day like today, it is important that we would take time and remember what he's done, remember how he's provided for our needs, and be thankful for those things. When I, uh, when I was growing up, I remember Thanksgiving, and, uh, and for me, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was a, uh, it was a time for the family to come together. We were, we were small families, just us, most of the time. And we would do the traditional meal. We'd do the turkey, the mashed potatoes, uh, dinner rolls, etc. But then we always would make the family favorites as well. And so we'd have things like, we would make chicken and noodles, homemade, from scratch. We would, we would do the candied yams. For some people that is traditional, for us that was a treat. And, uh, and for our little family of five, there was 12 different things on the table. <laughs> and I can tell you honestly that when I considered Thanksgiving and when I could remember back, the only thing I can remember feeling was that awful feeling of just being way too full. The food coma, the laying on the couch afterwards, the belly ache. And as I thought about it, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't actually remember truly being thankful in the circumstance. And, uh, and so as I've been processing Thanksgiving this year, especially in light of 2020 and all it has been, I've taken the time and realized, man, there are some things to be very, very thankful for. Today, I want to look at three things briefly, coming straight out of Psalm 136. The first thing I want to give reason why we should be thankful to the Lord is for who He is. For who God is, we can be thankful for who He is. The second thing is that we can be thankful for what He has done. Not just material-wise, not just how He's provided and blessed us, but even spiritually, what has He done for us. And then the third thing I want to give a reason to be thankful this morning is for what He continues to do in our lives, and even forever beyond that. So if we go back to Psalm 136, let me read this for you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. He alone does great wonders. His faithful love endures forever. He made the heavens skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. He spread the land on the waters. His faithful love endures forever. He made the great lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule by day, his faithful love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, his faithful love endures forever. Here in the first nine verses, we see God being thanked, God being praised for who he is. Mainly creator, creator God. We see that he makes the great lights. He causes the land to come on the water. He gives the the moon and stars to rule by night, the sun to rule by day. He made the heavens skillfully. We're all very aware of the Psalm 19 one that says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the expanse proclaims the work of his hands. But he's not just creator, because when we look at who God is, it starts off in verse 1 that he is good. God is good. I am thankful that God is good. If he was bad, we would be in a heap of trouble. Like, seriously. But he is good. 
And when you explore the attributes and the characteristics of God even more, he's not just good, he's merciful, he's loving, he's just. In fact, those attributes would not find, would not have meaning without the existence of God. There is none who is loving like God because God is the essence of love. And so we give thanks to God for who he is. I love, I love we, we give thanks to the Lord because he made the great lights. You know, I was, I was listening to a podcast recently talking about the sunrises. If you get up early, especially lately, man, if you get up early enough, now the time has changed, you don't have to get up quite so early <laughs> to see a sunrise and it's just beautiful. And we look at that and we're like, wow, God, look at, look at what you painted this morning. And I've had those moments. I'm sure you've had those moments too. And this, this uh, podcast, the guy, he says, you know, when you look at the sunrise and you think, wow, this is beautiful, and realize, yeah, God's going to paint this picture every morning, something different, and he's going he's to find goodness in this. And then you go, when does the sunrise ever stop? The earth is a ball. <laughs> the sun continuously rises 24 hours a day. And so God is painting this picture all the time. Every moment. And it just to me, it's just a testimony of his goodness. We praise God. We give thanks to God for who he is. But we also give praise to who Jesus is. I want to read Colossians 1, 15 through 20. Just listen to this. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him in heaven and on earth the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might become to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Man, I give thanks for who Jesus is. Nobody was, is more equipped, nobody is more qualified, especially to address my spiritual problem than who he is. So we give thanks to God and to Jesus for who they are. The second thing is this. We give praise, we give thanksgiving to God for what he's done. Start in verse 10 of Psalm 136. It says, He struck the firstborn of the Egyptians. His faithful love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them. His faithful love endures forever. With a strong hand and outstretched arm, his faithful love endures forever. He divided the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. And led Israel through. His faithful love endures forever. But hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led his people in the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever. He struck down great kings. His faithful love endures forever. And slaughtered famous kings. His faithful love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites. His faithful love endures forever. And God, king and Og, king of Bashan. His faithful love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance. His faithful love endures forever. And inheritance to Israel his servant. His faithful love endures forever. He remembered us in our humiliation and rescued, his faithful love endures forever and rescued us from our foes 
His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His faithful love endures forever. Here we give, the psalmist is giving reasons to praise the Lord for what he's done. We immediately see the context is in Egypt. We're praising God as Redeemer. God redeemed the Israelites from their captivity. And I love how even you go down and it starts kind of chronicling what happens afterwards. They're in the wilderness. They go to war. But God in His faithfulness is providing for them the whole way. And He gives them an inheritance. Not only does He redeem them, they were slaves, but they walk out of Egypt with fine clothing, jewelry, gold. God would give them an inheritance. You know, we too, when we look at this, I was like, God, I give thanks because you're my Redeemer. Not only are you my Redeemer, but Lord, the, the strongholds, the kingdoms that have power and authority in my life, Lord, you have already won those battles. Not only have you won those battles, but you have given me and given us an inheritance in Christ. Listen to Ephesians 1, 3-14. said, Blessed blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundations of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the beloved one. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that richly poured out on us all, with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he purposed in Christ as a plan for the right time, to bring everything in Christ both things in heaven and things on earth in him. In him we have also received an inheritance, because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything in agreement with the purpose of his will, so that we who had already put our hope in Christ right bring praise to his glory. In him you were also sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed. The Holy Spirit is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. We give thanks to the Lord and to Jesus this morning because he has redeemed us. And then I, as I think about the inheritance and the, 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 the role the Holy Spirit plays in our lives, comforter, Holy Spirit would give us wisdom and guidance, convict us. And that is just the down payment. <laughs> how big the Holy Spirit plays a role in our life, and that would just be the down payment. We should give thanks to the Lord this morning for what He's done. And thirdly, we praise God, we give Him thanks for what He is going to do. Some of you may realize, well, I've already read basically the whole chapter, and so I wonder what's left. Why would we praise God for what He's going to do? What do we see in there? Well, we said it 26 times. His faithful love endures forever. God has faithfully loved us since the beginning. He's faithfully loved us today. And he's going to continue to faithfully love us forever. Revelations 22, 1-5 says this, 
Then he showed me the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the city's main street. The tree of life was on each side of the river, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree are for healing the nations, and there will no longer be any curse. The throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will be no more, because we people will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, because the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. We can give thanks to the Lord because His faithful love endures forever. That word endure, it's got two meanings. First meaning is to suffer patiently. The Lord endures. His love endures. And the second way you can understand it, endurance or endure, is that it's long-lasting. It doesn't end. That's what we hear here. So we see that God's love is both Patient and suffers, but it can also be counted on. We can always go back to it. So this morning, as uh, as we take just a little time to reflect, I, I understand the context that we're living in. I've I've been in situations in my life, and maybe you feel this way now too, where you're asked to sit and be thankful, and you're like, "What well, what do I have things to be thankful for?" <laughs> and truthfully. Man, we have, we have a ton to be thankful for. Because whatever we experience right now, it's not the final call. God's got it. God's in control. His love is going to endure forever. And as, as Christ's followers, as those who have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, we're now called children of God. We have an inheritance in Christ. It's a lot to be thankful for. I want you to take some time this morning. As you walked in, you were given uh, communion. And when you're ready, uh, what we've done in the past is, uh, as, your, as a family group, take some time just thinking about what the Lord's done. Spiritually, think about what God's been doing in your life recently, in the past. And when you're ready, go ahead and take communion together. And then you were given a little sticky note and a pencil. And take some time and write out, giving praise to the Lord, just a written expression, prayer of thanksgiving. And when you're ready, you can come down to the cross and place that on the cross just as an act of worship. I'd like to encourage that as you do that, please uh, uh, just kind of take your turn down the, down the aisle. No need for a line to form. And after you've done that, then you would be dismissed this morning to make sure that turkey is not burning. All right. So let me pray. And then on your own, you'll be free to partake in communion together and then the thanksgiving to God. So Lord, Lord, we give you thanks this morning. Lord, um, there's been countless times in my life that you have Uh, Just bless me. Come through in tough situations. um, And had outcomes that shouldn't have have come out the way they did. 
But Lord, you came through in your love and your mercy and your kindness. Lord, I give you thanks for that. Lord, we give you thanks for the sacrifice of your Son. Lord, that even without any material blessing alone, Lord, that would be enough. That would be enough that we would still praise your your name through our days for the rest of our lives. Lord, because you loved us so much and you desired a relationship with us, that through the sacrifice of your Son, we could, we could now become children of God again. We could have that relationship. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, I pray that today would be a day remembering who you are, the things that you've done in our lives, things you will continue to do. Lord, and that uh, today would be a, a day of praise, glorifying you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.